All right, welcome to another Sound of the Sirens episode. I got Jacob O'Connor and my, my brother, Michael Ornis, on site from Iowa City on Zoom now. And uh, we're it's been a bit pretty couple big weeks the last couple weeks for Iowa State basketball. And uh, I, me and Jacob have kind of talked about it a lot, so let's hear about what Michael want, wants to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I think today... If anything else happens, I think today might be the biggest day. I think Tristan Anaruna is going to be our – I think he, him and Tyrese Hunter will be our two leading scorers, I think, next year. I think – I don't know. It's, it's tough. I think – look at this kid. He's a former four-star. Went to yeah. Kansas, and I, I would argue that if you get an offer from Kansas, let alone go to Kansas, you're pretty darn good at basketball. For sure. So I think – I'm not looking too, too far into the full hole. He averaged like 2.6 points a game. He played like 22, two other games, um, but he's six, nine. He's really athletic and looks like he can shoot. Didn't shoot that well percentage wise. He only shot 22 threes last year. So, I mean, you look at him versus anyone we put out on the court last year, like it's going to be a pretty big upgrade. And I think if he stays two to three more years, he could be like one of those guys that you look back at. He was like, pivotal kind of the turning around our whole program. So I think him today, I, I don't think it's being talked about enough. I think he's going to be a stud for sure. Um, um yeah, with think, him, I know you just said you don't want to touch on it very much, but do you think there is a, maybe it just wasn't a good fit for in Kansas with him? Uh, I mean, everyone, sometimes they can't figure it out their first time uh, signing, but I mean, it is kind of always questionable when you have a four star, and he goes to Kansas, and then he struggles. Um, I don't know. That's my only – I feel like he's got great upside for sure. Um, obviously hasn't hit his potential. Like, he's still going to do great things for sure, but I just hope there isn't that uh, – I mean, there honestly might be that learning curve getting to Iowa State, but that's my only question with him is, was um, it just not the correct fit? Um, I think with Kansas, it's like they get new guys every year. It's not like – if you're not good, if you're not good right away, they don't really don't build players. They're like you either play as a freshman. If you don't play as a freshman, you're never gonna play. And I, it's hard yeah, to I develop agree. when, like, when you're in Iowa State. Well, other than like the last coach, like usually develop players like Monte, George, Melvin, grew into who they were. Kansas, sure. if you're if you're not producing right away, you're you gotta go. And I feel like this guy really didn't get enough chance to show that for and i think he'll be like the most athletic player since deontay burden yeah for sure yeah no i mean he gets up but he's also he's six foot nine yeah he's huge that's an inch taller than our center last year yeah he's huge that's not insignificant and he's playing small forward like that's yeah like he's he's not our center he's a yeah he's he might bring the ball up for us every once in a while Uh like so i guess i understand what you're saying um from what I've kind of read and I mean, like Thomas said, like Kansas at his position, like he had, you know, Abaji who was yeah, stud. Arguably their second best player probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Abaji just kind of dominated most of the minutes. I think he was just inconsistent, which at Kansas, like you just can't be inconsistent. Yeah. And like, like they just don't, they haven't had to put the time in to develop a guy over time. Like you come in talented 
you either produce or you don't. And I, I'm guessing like they're going to reload again next year. I'm sure they have four or five stars coming in. So he, the writing was probably on the wall that he just probably wasn't going to play. Yeah. And like, I don't know. You look at um, the kid from Houston, Grimes, like he played, he started for Kansas, but he was never the focal point. Goes to Houston, averages 22 points a game and makes, makes a, a final four. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not I, saying Tristan and Aruna is going to lead us to a final four, but I'm not not saying that. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it kind of gives me the feels of like your Mariel Shayok. I mean, Shayok didn't do a ton for he was like the seventh, like Virginia. the second, nine, nine points a game. Yeah, he was like the second guy. Yeah, for, I, was he I, a starter or no? He no, was off the start. bench, second person off the bench. Yeah. So I mean, he wasn't like a star for Virginia, and he comes to he just, Iowa State yeah. and just kills it. Average like twenty-one points a game. Yeah. So I mean, if we can get that from him, which I he for sure is able. To, he's got the athleticism. He's yeah. huge probably his ceiling yeah uh, i don't know i like the diet i like the deontay burn comparison more i mean you look at deontay he went to marquette i think i don't know i didn't look it up I, I think he averaged like five points a game in marquette yeah on a probably. decent marquette team not that good not kansas it's true he comes here and you just you watch like if you watch deontay highlights he's one of the most talented players to ever play here True. Like when when he, he was on production wise, he didn't he didn't yeah. consistently do it enough to be like one of the all time greats. But as far as talent, he was crazy good. Yeah. But here, here's my concern though. With this whole new transfer rule, they don't sit out a year. You get a guy like a Deontay who's just kind of raw athleticism, raw talent. He got to just work on basketball for a year without playing. I mean, because I, I don't think anyone came. No one thought Deontay Burton was going to come hit threes when he played Iowa State. No, that definitely wasn't the no the upside to him. That's for sure. He hit seven threes at Kansas. Yeah, yeah. So like, that's my only concern. Like, it would be cool if like Tristan just kind of developed for a year, but with this new transfer rule, kids are just going to develop on the fly. So I just don't think it's going to be as an instant production for mm-hmm. some of these transfers with not getting that year to sit out. But I mean. The thing is, it's all relative. So for sure, we've got a six nine kid that's talented that we're gonna have a lot of fun watching, and it's gonna be a lot better than last and year. And the so I think. thing with the, how this roster is kind of shaping up, I don't think we're gonna necessarily need him to produce twenty points right away. Yeah. I don't think so. I think we've got other pieces that will be able to kind of help him. Develop. I mean, you're not going to be able to develop like you would with the transferring because you don't sit out. He'll still play for sure, but I don't think he's going to have that weight on his shoulders that he needs to produce because I don't think we're going to necessarily need that from him. I mean, if he does that, awesome, but I don't think we need that right out the gates from him. But like some of the problems with our current players from last year, like he didn't have an offseason last year to produce, like to develop and these players that didn't have an off season, it's hard to develop into skills when they like Iowa state, we didn't have like 10 guys to like go up and down the court till like December. Yeah, that's true. It was such a, such a weird year for like teams that needed to develop. And like, yeah. if you're not Iowa and had Garza, who was there for 40 years and you're struggling and it showed like the, the player, like the player, the teams that like overturned new players every year, like Kentucky, North Carolina, and a bunch of those schools struggled this year. Yes. Because they didn't, they were in the same position. They couldn't, there's no crowd, which is a big deal. They couldn't develop the players. 
hard to have team chemistry with the new group. The thing about Steve Prom is we had like six new guys every year, and yeah. I think we finally have a f- almost full roster, and it's not even May yet. Right. This is the fullest roster we've had in the last three years. Yeah. What do we got? One scholarship left for this yep. season, and zero for next year. That's yeah. that's good. Right now, so if we sign someone next year, that's assuming someone's leaving. So it's either Condit and those guys tr- graduate or transfer. So that's kind of a it's an interesting like recruiting issue where like you're trying to recruit kids to come in as freshmen, but like we don't have scholarships to guarantee them right now. I'm sure it'll work out. I don't. You look at our roster; we've got 12 scholarships right now. All 12 of those guys will be here next year. I would no, bet a lot. No, of money. for sure, for sure. So, like, what, Michael? I'll, I'll hand it to you. Like, what's the ceiling next year? What's what's your expectations? Um, I feel like the last couple of weeks, it's we had zero juice, and then we're all juiced up yeah. now. I feel yeah. like. Well, I I have gone so far back in. I am all the way back in. I think the ceiling is winning an NCAA tournament game next year. I think. This strikes me as a team where, like, we've got some pieces from last year that aren't the most talented. We're just restocking with talent. But we've got these guys that have a chip on their shoulder where they're like, they lost, they won zero games. So, like, they're going to come into the summer and fall where they're going to be super pissed off and they're going to have something to prove. And I think that's going to really push the talented players to kind of buy in. I don't think the guys with the chips on their shoulder are necessarily going to produce for us. But I think that's really going to set the tone and kind of the culture of this team for next year where they're they're going to take nothing for granted. They're going to play pissed off. This could shape up to be one of the more – one of the better defensive teams we've ever seen just because we have length. We have athletes at every position. Our biggest hole to fill is our backup point guard, which we can talk about in a little bit. But I think they tr- get a full offseason again. I think TJ, if he could figure out – I think the biggest job for TJ is to kind of just figure out what roster he has and how, like what style of play to really maximize. Cause I don't think we're going to run up the down the floor and score 90 points a game. Like we did with Fred, but if we can hold people to 55 points and hopefully make more than three threes a game, I think we could be top six in the big 12, especially with the down here in the big 12. I think this is, it could not have happened at a better time as far as timing with reloading and having the de- a down here in the Big 12, where if, I mean, usually six or seven Big 12 teams make the tournament. If we squeak in there as the number six team, I think we could be an eight or eight through 10 seed. And I think we, I don't know, I'm all the way back in. I am super you're, juiced, especially drink- if we can get Cameron Fletcher. But even without him, I think this roster could make the NCAA tournament. You're drinking all of the Kool Aid. Oh, I'm, yeah, <laughs> for sure. I just think that I hope that we don't. Oh, what am I trying to say? I just think that if we can get back to my goal for next season is for us not to be playing in the Wednesday game yeah. in the Big 12 tournament. Because, I mean, whenever we get into that game on Wednesday, we never win. We, I don't think we've ever won that one. No. Never won. Never. So if we can avoid that, get to the Thursday game, and then Hilton South can take over. But... With the style of play you're talking about, I personally feel like we're going to have to be. I not have to be, but 
in my eyes, the best suit for um, Hilton is fast fast play. Get it up and down the court. Get them on their feet. Get them going. I understand if we can hold teams to 55 points, yeah, we're going to win a lot. And I hope that's what we can do. But I think if we can get back to playing fast, shooting threes, getting everyone engaged at Hilton, getting Hilton Magic back and rolling, I feel like we will turn some heads very quick. But I feel like it's a, it usually has to be a mixture of both. Like the Marcus Pfizer, Tinsley years, we're junkyard dogs, but they're also really good on offense, like Mike Nurse. And then the, like Niang, DeAndre Kane, they were really good on defense. Not not Niang, but like DeAndre Kane and Melvin were really good on defense. Yeah, they were situationally good on defense. Yeah, yeah. but like they, I don't know. They're just we need like the grit, the grit back. Like Hilden really respects people who dive on the floor. Oh yes, that stuff. We need that stuff back. Yep. More, just See, I think that's our. That's I, I think that's this team. I understand. I think. I understand what Jake's saying as far as like Hilton gets loud when we're going up and down the floor and scoring, but I think it's different in the fact where like this up and down is going to stem from really good defense. Whereas like back in the day, like Matt Thomas, Monte Morris would hit two or three threes in a row and then we would defend because it was really loud. Yeah. Like I think it's going to get loud. We're going to really defend well. We'll finally rebound for the first time in three years. And I don't know if we're going to shoot a ton of threes. We don't have a ton of shooters in the roster right now. Hopefully we can just overachieve in that sense. But I'm telling you, we've never had athletes this tall and this athletic ever. This many on the same roster, we've never had that. And I think that's an interesting problem or interesting issue for TJ to kind of figure out how to, to maximize. But I just think, I think TJ from the little I've interacted with him and just kind of listening to him, he's kind of like the, like Thomas said, junkyard dog, gritty. Like he just, as a player himself, like he was a short guy that defended well. And I think if he can just instill that in this team, I think that'll be create a really good culture going forward. And then we can fill it in with shooters as we, as he develops the program. But I think this team has a higher ceiling than people are giving them credit for. And I think it's, going to be one of those things we're going to get picked ninth or 10th of the big 12 but then halfway through january we'll be in the middle of the big 12 and people are like holy crap iowa state's good again and i think a lot of that will be from winning games at home and then there'll be a, hopefully a couple of games where tyrese hunter goes off for 30 points and hits six threes and i don't know i i i don't know i'm all the way back in i'm super and i'm very excited the latest commits the the kid from minnesota gabe kousher the the Kansas guy that really takes the pressure off Tyrus Hunter. Like if Yeah, and Xavier Foster. And Xavier Foster. Like if we didn't have these huge, like potentially huge transfers coming in, it would have been pretty tough for a freshman and a, I mean Xavier Foster's still a freshman. Didn't really play yeah. much last year to like hand get handed the keys of a rebuild. Yeah, that would have been very tough. Uh, Cal, I think Kalsher Kalsher is the guy that's no no one's really going to talk about now that Tristan and Aruna is this really tall athletic kid, the shiny new player. I think he's kind of the I think he's the leader next year. I think he's kind of the the guy that keeps us grounded, kind of like Naz was. Naz didn't always show up and let us in scoring, but he was always kind of the heartbeat of the team. Gabe Kalsher is like an incredible defender. He's first team All Big Ten last year in a really really good Big Ten conference. So I That's think debatable. Gabe will be 
He'll be the leader. He's the Naslog. Jacob, come on. I sense your hesitation, but no, I'm the only back. question I had was you said uh, the Big Ten was good, and that's just not the regular true. season I mean, against themselves. Well, yeah, they play each other. Obviously, you can be good against bad competition, but they were they were a deep team. I mean, obviously, they'd never perform in the NCAA tournament, which is a whole other issue. But like, as far as like night in night out, there was a, lo- a lot of really competitive basketball. Yes, and for Gabe sure. Kalsher was one of the top five defenders in the entire conference with a conference with 13, 14 teams. Yes, yes. I think that um, my only question with Gabe is, I mean, he had a hand injury on his shooting hand, and that could be, you never know how people perform after that. That'd be my only question for him. But I don't, I don't see it as an issue. Obviously, if TJ thinks it's going to be good then i'm assuming it'll be good as long as my only question looking at last year like as long as he defends like (laughs) it can't get get much worse sign me up yes he's not going to be a worse shooter than anyone we had last (laughs) that's very true i don't think it's possible yeah so and i don't know i i I don't know what the hand injury specifically was but i there's not one that comes to mind that would be so of concern that from a season that's seven months away so i think in that sense but i mean he also had had an offer from wisconsin who was yeah pretty dang good last year too so Michael, what's your? Let's do starting fives. Who do, who, do you, right. who do you think? All right. So you're gonna look at this and you're like, okay, like we're back. <laughs> yes. Last episode, I think Thomas and I said we're back about a hundred times. It's like turn turn over bus. <laughs> yes. We're all the way back. Yes. Exactly. Knows. So here's my starting five. I got Tyree Center at the one, Gabe Kalsher at the two, Tristan at the three. And then I have Cameron Fletcher or Blake Henson, depending on if we get Cameron Fletcher. And even even if we get Cameron Fletcher, I think it'll be a battle between those two to, at the power forward. And then I have Xavier Foster at the five. But so here, that's I think that's you look at the rest of our roster. I don't think that's maybe this Al Jazz kid from Washington State, depending if he like shoots forty percent from. Yeah, that's what I was. Gonna, that would, yeah, that's what I was going to say. That when we were talking last episode, it was that was our. Starting five was basically the same. Maybe the Washington State guy at the four, but we said we need that small forward. That was before we got Correct. the Kansas guy. Correct. Yeah. And you, we you talked about it. You're like it's a very good possibility, and obviously you're spot on with that. We got him. So I mean, it's starting. The pieces are just lining up too good, honestly. But here's the interesting part. I, I think the starting five. I think for the identity of our team, I think it's Insider Fletcher is just as far as like athletic defensive. I don't think that. Washington State guy is going to come in and defend as well as those guys. So, with that being said, Al Jazz off the bench is a stretch four, six eight kid that can shoot. But then here's the rest of our roster: Trey Jackson, George Condit, Jaden Walker, Javen Johnson, Caleb Grill, and then Robert Jones, who's six ten. So we got six ten, six eleven, Condit and Jones. I think one of them is going to play major minutes. My I would. My guess is Condit, just with experience, and I think he's a little more talented than Jones at the moment. But Jones is only a sophomore. I think Jaden Walker. See, the backup point guard. I think that's the really that's our biggest hole. I think Tyrese Hunter is going to be a true freshman. He's probably going to turn the ball over more than Monte Morris did because <laughs> yeah, everyone in the history of the NCAA, NCAA turned it over more than Monte Morris did. Yep, per assist at least. Um, but then. That my biggest issue is going to be Trey Jackson, Jaden Walker, just turning the ball over. Jaden Walker turned the ball over a ton. Fourth most turnovers in the team last year. Only played 18 minutes a game. Yeah. So if he can grow, I think Jaden Walker is probably our best option. But I think Trey Jackson, he's been there. I think he's going to be a 
an okay backup point guard. Not someone, not not someone that you're going to be super pumped about, but I think he can be serviceable for 10, 15 minutes a game. And then, but the rest of them, like, are you going to play Javon Johnson over Caleb Grill? Is Robert Robert Jones not going to play at all? I think I the know. people that are losing that's minutes, a, we have a. That's a ton of people for three spots. Yeah, I. Or my spots. opinion I is, Washington I think State guys probably going to be the sixth man. Yes, I think Trey loses some minutes. I think. I don't think he plays at all. Yeah, I I wouldn't be shocked about that. Either. I don't know if if Jaden can't take care of the ball, Trey Jackson will play. If, that's what that's my question. If if we don't get the Cam Fetcher guy, I think TJ. If we want to win right away, we, he has to go get a backup point guard. Yeah. Otherwise, just go big fish hunting and get the most talented guy possible. Or just a, another shooter. Go get CJ CJ Frederick. Yeah, that's a good segue. CJ Frederick transfers from Iowa. That's more of an aside. I I actually really want to talk more about the the lineup. Okay, but say we get Cameron Fletcher. So right. it's either Hinson or Fletcher starting. Yes. And then either Fletcher or Hinson coming off the bench with the Washington State kid. That's good. Yeah. That's I mean when anybody Caleb, came I mean, off of her. I'm pumped about Caleb Grill too. I think Caleb Grill is gonna be like the John Neal off the bench, hit some threes, play really good defense, and the the crowd's gonna go nuts every time he comes in. Yeah, he'll be a he'll be a fan favorite by far. Yes. But I think he's he's a no ego kid. He plays hard. I think he's going to really fit in this team. I just hope to God he can shoot. The That's three, the thing like is thirty five percent. You've got to find your shot, Caleb Grill. But he finally is in the perfect. He's in the spot he wants to be. He grew up an Iowa State fan, and he wanted to play for TJ. He's finally where yeah. he wants to be. Yeah, that, can, that should help. He can find his role. He doesn't have to like the thing is his freshman year. We needed him to make threes. Yes, we, we were had no reliant. Yes, yes, especially after Tyrese went down, he doesn't have to make threes anymore. It'd be nice if he did, but that's not like he's not the only option. So I think, yeah, I think Caleb, his upside as far as just finding his role and just playing his butt off for eighteen minutes a game, I think that'd be awesome. the thing. Is then Javon Johnson doesn't play? No, I think he plays. Um, I don't think I don't he gets as many minutes, but as a he'd be a redshirt junior again. You he'll get minutes, I would assume. So like starting starting out the year, especially like, if we're gonna play our younger most, people. Well, yeah, I'd say yeah, eight nine. Um, okay, assume we don't get Fletcher. So Henson's starting. Washington State get off the bench. Yes. Jaden Walker or or Trey Jackson as backup point guard. Okay, one of them. Condit or Jones as the backup center. Okay, I fair. Guess either, or, or you could argue that Jabin would come in instead of Condit. See, Jones. I I don't think I think Condit loses minutes. He hasn't done anything. Yeah, that's uh. I, he literally hasn't done a lot anything. Of, there's a lot of like. I mean, it's going to be optimism on Condit, but we'll have to. I have to see it before I say anything about that. Because he's been the thing is, if he goes back, he just fills the role of freshman condit, come in, be a rim defender, run the floor, catch alley oops. Like last year, we were playing slow pace, throwing him to the block and letting him work. No, oh, we ran that's just our, that within his skill set. We ran our offense through Solomon, well, yeah. right? And then Connor came in for Solomon, yeah. Like last year, we don't have to talk about last yeah, year. Yeah, last year was it well, let's just pretend that didn't happen. Yep, so like. 
the thing is, if if not Connor, then Jones, who's six ten, athletic, will get rebounds and have a few dunks a game. Like he, the thing is, we're not going to have to rely on our post players to score. No, Xavier no. Foster you probably want to get got to want to play in the wing anyway. Yeah, he will. We're we're talking about everything if it falls into place. Like obviously, it's going to be messy to begin with because it's like a bunch of players who've never played with each other. Yeah. We've seen this before, like the Royce White team. It, they didn't turn it on to like mid January. They lost to Drake. They scored like forty eight points. Yeah, so it's going to be ugly. But I here's the say thing: because we saw it last teams, year, messy teams that can defend is different from still won games last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, but we can't. There's no. There's no way to be worse than last year. Yeah, none. Well, I'm. You can't win less than zero games. So yeah, yeah. It's all upside. All right. Well, what's what do you grade TJ's job so far? Well, how's he how's he done? I mean, as far as I'll I'll have a two part answer. As far as instilling excitement back in the program, a I don't think you could have executed this month better. No. We got rid of players transferred. He filled them with talented players that haven't proven anything. But it's like it's the tales oldest time as far as Iowa State. We have talented kids come in. We have to wait six to 12 months to watch him play. Now we just get to hype him up that they're going to be the next Kevin Durant. I'm okay with that. As far as execution, X and O's, like, I don't know. Like, these kids, a lot of these kids aren't even on campus yet. So we'll know a lot more come November, or even probably after um, they had to hit campus in the summer. But I think taking a program that has never been lower since the 30s or 20s, yes. and now that people are excited, I don't know. I don't think you can. I don't think you could drop a better a better way to start a coaching career. So my thing is, are we now putting too much pressure on TJ in his first year? What's the pressure? No. If we don't make the NCAA tournament, well, I understand, but he's instilling all this uh, hope, optimism, excitement. Oh, and I don't want to be the Debbie Downer. I don't want to be the Debbie Downer, but. What if it doesn't turn out to the way the way it's supposed to be? If it's half as way, if it's half of what we think, it I might understand be, that. I'm happy. But are you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I understand you're happy these, at the end are, of the year. Pieces that aren't leaving next year. Yes, correct. But are you happy during the year? Yeah. If, if we so. have a sold out Hilton Coliseum next year for any game, and it's loud, get like the Iowa game next year is going to be insane. Correct. But I'm saying like through the year with we're going in with I guess you said the ceiling was the NCAA tournament. Um winning a game in the NCAA tournament. Winning the game, sorry. <laughs> um so then what's your sorry to backtrack, but then what's your expectation? I think with a down big twelve, I think seven seven or eight seed in the big twelve. With like four twelve to fourteen wins. Okay. Okay. Then. Okay. Then. I guess. Then now. So your answer right there would be. What I. The ceiling is like everything goes well. Some of these kids turn out to actually be five star recruits. They just yeah, didn't the, have the right the scenario. Like we make a run like Houston. We make the final four. Okay. I don't fair. think that's gonna happen. But. Yeah. Right. Fair. Okay. <laughs> then I. I guess. I guess I was under the impression that. See, my expectations are to be a Thursday team, which, which would be a 6-5-4. Which is bubbled to the NCAA tournament. Yeah. yeah, so that's my expectation. So 
with me, I would be, I guess maybe it's just me putting too much pressure on him, but I would be slightly disappointed if we are playing that Wednesday night game. My my with the season. My expectations are we're a team that gets close. Like we're we just can't win the big one. Like we get close. Like Georgia's freshman year. Yeah, we just get close. We just have probably a bunch of heartbreaks. But at least we're close. If we can get to that point, rather than losing by twenty five or thirty every game. Like, if we just win in Hilton again, that's my biggest expectation. We have to learn how to win back in Hilton. Yeah. Because, like, Steve and the staff, I mean, they've had a lot of shortcomings, but they kind of disrespected Hilton on their way out. Very, and very. TJ loves Iowa State. This is his home. His wife played Iowa State. They love Hilton. They saw the peak of Hilton. They saw one of the lowest of Hilton. They saw where it came where it came from where to, to where he left. Where Hilton was compared to now, I he wants to get back to there, and I think there's no better coach to have more passion. He loves recruiting. Fred didn't love recruiting. That was his job. That was TJ's job for yeah. Fred. Yeah, and he yeah. did a, he did a pretty darn good job, and he's yeah. doing a pretty darn good job right now. And you have and no is, yeah. TJ is so personal, like he's just a fun guy. So I think like the more he's around the media, the more the fans get to know him. Like they're just gonna fall all the way in. The Otzelberger come out of the Applebee's and names. Like, it's going to be Otzelberger mania. It's going to be awesome. And the thing is, we just need buzz, especially parlayed with the football season we might have this year. Oof. People are going to be psyched to just be at Iowa State events. Yeah, in general. Especially, yes. you can imagine going into Big 12 play after potentially making a playoff run in the in football. Philbin's going to be nuts. And we have a, like, yeah, we have a half decent basketball team. Like, you can't ask for more. No. Right. I mean, the best, the best remedy for coming out football season is just go to Hilton and scream your face off. Especially to how, especially how long it's been since we've been in Hilton. Yeah. Cause I mean, even like the Shayok here, Hilton was quiet unless it was a big game and we were on fire. Yeah. We, there's only that like, team was really good. Yeah. Yes. One, of the, one of the most talented teams ever. And we just, the staff didn't know how to use Hilton, and I feel like this staff will learn how to use Hilton and respect Hilton. So I'm excited, and I think a bunch of fans are excited. A lot of TJ haters that from the beginning have shut their mouths already. And uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, Perlmo's a good recruiter, TJ has always been a better recruiter. Yeah, yeah, Prom got lucky on some recruits, yeah, and. Well, he was he was good at he was good at recruiting point guards. Yeah, that's what he was good at. That was it. Tyrese, that's it. Correct. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying from his at uh, yeah. his previous schools yeah. too. He can he Ooh. can recruit a point Two guard. Ball. Two total. Three total. And had zero NCAA tournament wins, and he got the job of the t- most talented roster in Iowa State history. Yeah, it, we don't but, need to go back. Yeah, there. let's we not. Yeah, let's, and we didn't hire the guy who built it. Yeah. Okay. TJ, come well, on. Well, okay. Steve Leith, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, he's gone too, so. Yeah, he, he he's jobless. Anyways. So that's it. That's that's my one, like, so I don't think it'll happen, but I think, say, all the stars align and we have an unbelievable basketball season. Like The conversation we had, like, well, why didn't we just hire TJ six years ago? You know, we ha- me like, and you make the prom hire look really, really silly. Me and you had the conversation six months in the prom. Yeah, but the thing was, is I'm pretty sure as I've heard is 
Pollard wanted to offer yeah. TJ the job. Yeah. That's why that's why I went after Steve Lee. Yes, and there's nothing nobody like he's the head guy. Like there's nothing anybody else can do about that. So Yeah. And it was more like TJ had yet to be a head coach. Yes. You're gonna hire two head coaches in a row that had never coached before. It it makes sense it made sense at the time. But you, you could the other coaches on that list. You could or you could argue that TJ had was more qualified than Fred was to begin with. Fred you had zero zero coaching experience. TJ has been here since he began started coaching. Yeah, no, it's a good, it's a great point. Anyway, anyway that I mean, happy we're, I'm that's happy we have the guys on our roster. Yeah, we're. It's a new day, and that's a pretty good day. It's a new season. I'm ready. And if we come back Monday and Cameron Fletcher commits, then yeah, we didn't we'll even the didn't elite eight. Jeez, now we're now we're going. Now we might be going a little crazy, but I we even touched on Taylor Lipsy committing earlier last week. Oh yeah, I mean, I think that's it's nice to finally get a kid that's good in names to stay in names. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, and like it's nice. Okay, McDermott. this is this is good. I got a good one here. We finally get a guy. His both his parents work at Iowa State. We finally get an Ames recruit that stay. Parents work at Iowa State to stay. Yeah, we get a recruit that Doug McDermott the University that funded his childhood. Doug yeah. McDermott and Harrison Barnes. His Harrison Barnes' mom worked at Iowa State. They yep. both, and we didn't get either of them. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, well, we there's got, no we way you're gonna. There's we, we didn't offer one of them. That's true. Okay, yeah, we don't need it. We yeah. can't be trashing people. It's we're not. It's a good day. I would say athletics are fine. Yeah, let's, that was let's ten years ago. That was ten let's years keep, ago. Keep it rolling with the positives. <laughs> I was in sixth grade. It was a pretty bad day when Harrison Barnes. Anyways, Fine. Skype Roy Williams. Yes, yeah. the Iowa State band was there. I know. <laughs> Imagine being the band member. Like, why the hell am I here? <laughs> yeah, but we had to be realistic. There was no way. No but way. Invited Dude, the, all signs pointed he was coming. They invited the band. We Iowa all State band. knew. Come on, there's and the top. Anyway, anyway, right, we'll move on. I think Damon we'll Lipsy's really talented kid. It's unfortunately he's had the knee injury. I think it's not going to be an issue going forward as long okay. as he stays healthy senior year. What I love about him is he's an Ames kid. He's going to hit the ground recruiting for TJ too. Yeah. Like he loves Iowa state like we do. So like, and he has some ties to some really talented kids because he played USA basketball in the U 16s. Yeah. Yes. I think he's going to be like one of the biggest advocates going forward for this next class. And I don't know. I think he's going to be a great fit. I think him and him and Tyrese will be a fun backcourt to watch. I think. Yeah, it's just, I, this isn't, I did not see this coming. I did not think we we're, when we finally got the Denver crew, I was like, okay, we're used to this. Cause like, but like, hopefully he's better than I thought. Thank you. He'll be, but TJ, I believe TJ, but like, you know what I mean? Like a low key transfer that no one's really talking about. And then yeah, he I mean, just, is it a role player transfer? Like, yeah. But like, that's what we've been used to. And then TJ goes out and gets yep. a Kansas guy and a Minnesota guy. And yeah. Like, Okay. But that was the thing with Steve is like we get those mid-major transfers and we're expecting them to be superstars. No. I mean, Coleman lands always oh, supposed to be the next yeah. Jordan, basically, and it's just like, what are we doing? This is he's just transferring, and this will be his fifth school. Yeah, it's like yeah, but we don't need to go back on that. But okay, well, like you, you have a good point there. Just, okay, we'll just you want to trash players from old back ten like Jeff Beverly, Hans Brace? No, let's no. I don't. Jeff Beverly would have averaged 14 points a game last year. 
Yeah, he played football. <laughs> well, he could have played football for us last year too. No, he could. He was huge. Yeah, he. There's a lot of. <laughs> there's a lot of uh, openings in our football team. You'd have barely found one. Yeah, whatever. I could kick. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. That is true. All right, let's 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 uh let's let's, move, the, let's move the forward. Do you want to move more, to football? One more. We, one one no, 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 we, to John. Um, this Alex Caravan kid out of Massachusetts. Four star. I think he's top fifty. Yeah, we offered, offered him like a week and a half ago. Yep. He had a call last week. Had an interview two four seven. Watch his tape. It's like eerily similar to kind of how George plays. He's kind of a below the rim six seven power forward, but he's pretty skilled. So I think him paired with Tame and Lipsy would be like. It'd be like deja vu where you like have a good point guard, have a power forward. That's really, really crafty. I think it'd be a good fit. Um, we're not the best offer on his list, but I think, I don't know if TJ is. Here's a question. Is yeah. he playing with Nerlens Noel's brother? <laughs> <laughs> we would have to hear Fran say that 10 be million times. Yeah. I hope so. That'd be, that'd be wild. Yeah. Hey, Nerlens is like top five in the league in blocks per game. Really? This. Yeah. Who would have, like? Who would have thought that he would George would have a way better college career than Earl's Dewall? <laughs> Arguably, he's probably a better NBA player right now too. Yeah, that's. If he had told me that back then, to like compare like the high school tape, like wow, just shows you how hard work can pay off. For sure. Hey, so there are like four players right now that shot forty percent from three last year in the NBA and this year. Steph Curry. Joe Harris. Matt Thomas. <laughs> George Yang. George Yang, wow. You guessed Matt Thomas. Matt Thomas, like last year, At was one like. At point, he was shooting like 45%. Yeah. Yeah. But that was long. I mean, I mean, he's a good shooter. Out of all, out of all our former but players. Had you ever watched highlights that the Jazz post? No. It is corner threes, George Yang. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the time. I haven't been paying attention to the NBA at all this year. That's fair. Pretty good. All right. Well, let's move on to like. I have a question. We'll we'll all each have a question for each other, and we'll have to answer it. What are we most looking forward to this fall? Just open it up to Michael or you. What are we most looking forward to this fall? Yep, like the what we didn't experience last year that we will be this year since things will hopefully be back to normal. See, I want to say a packed Jack, but I honestly didn't mind it last year. Really. I mean, I had the best seats I've ever <laughs> had. So, I mean, I didn't complain, but it will be fun. Get that place rocking again. I would say that was the the weirdest part was just being in that empty stadium. I mean, we still got it relatively loud, but not nowhere near what it was two years ago. Yeah. And just with the hype we're going into this coming season, um, it'll be fun. And the other thing I'm looking forward to is the Vegas trip. I don't know if I'm going yet. I'm probably going to hate myself if I don't go. You, you got to go. But you gotta go. it's just going to be a week three game for everyone else yeah. but Iowa State fans. And it's going to be like a brand new bowl game in Vegas with so many Iowa State fans there in a huge stadium. It's the pitcher-perfect situation to ever play in Vegas. We have the best Iowa State team by, like, talented-wise ever. Yeah, Going into, like... A for sure win, you know they was the worst team in the like Power Five last year. Yeah, and yeah, can't especially coming off maybe two blowout wins. 
Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. We hope. Oh, hopefully that that won't be clipped. Can you imagine a better three week start to a football season than blowing out you and I, blowing out Iowa, and then all flying to Vegas. Yes. Yeah, the next awful. week. Oh, walking out of Jack Trice after like beating Iowa by a couple touchdowns and knowing that in a couple days you go to Vegas, that'll be quite the feeling. It will be nice. It will be nice. What are you looking forward to? Anything? Well, I'll, I'll, Michael, I'll ask you that. Um, honestly, I just like being able to watch Brock Purdy and Brees Hall just play football. Like, no, I'm, I asked what we didn't be were allowed to do last fall in person. Like, yeah. I just like, like, I just he's saying them, just basically. Like, I just back want the them jack. to like experience like. Like after a touchdown, like where it's just nuts, and then like our defense gets another three and out, like and it's just gonna like parlay. It's gonna get so loud, like just for those kids. Like the year they had last year, like they deserved this wild stadium the entire game. And it's just I don't know. With this team, I think it's gonna be. I just hope all the Iowa State fans, and I think the thing, the thing with having last year, like every Iowa State fan is just going to appreciate every moment. When the officials review like their third call of the game and they can't get anything right, well, you gotta get people are just gonna officials. be so thankful to be there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's gonna be especially like like I don't know, just like walking to your first tailgate of the day on that first day, like a three PM kick. Just waking no, up. We, just gotta wait. Get, we no, you have to start off with eleven AM. No, you just you have to. No. You, you think, think you think you and I'll be eleven? I think it's usually a night game though, isn't it? It's usually it's either eleven it's either two thirty or night game. I hope it's eleven a.m. Like let's just yeah. no two thirty early. <laughs> Give me two thirty by two thirty. No. I love that eleven a.m. Give me two thirty. Eleven a.m. are the best. Give me two thirty. Two thirty. Come 30's on, it. everyone loves two thirty. Everyone you, loves eleven a.m. kick. I mean, that's all we knew because we sucked. Yeah, it's, it's a new day. It's a new it's a new life. We need to give me the two thirty. Give me the. We need a long tail. Like the first tailgate has to be. A whole day, we deserve that. If if I was a seven p.m. kick, oh my gosh! I hope I make it in the stadium. <laughs> yeah, I so I was just about to say, PD will be busy. Yeah. Yes, there'll be all <laughs> people <laughs> so, working overtime. Yeah, it would be awesome. Well, what I'm like most looking forward to is like, as you said, being a Jack Trice Stadium, being able to just like go around, high five people. And like hug random strangers, I miss that. That's like something we've never really experienced. Like we've experienced it, but like not to like this level of like, wow, we are better than we ever thought we've ever will be ever. And we're all experiencing it together finally. And all these players came back to experience this. And yeah, I look. That's the most what I'm looking. What I'm looking forward to the most. Fair. Yeah, it's just gonna be like everyone's just gonna like. Every ten minutes, just like take a step back and just like appreciate being there. Um, just like think of all those games last year that like just would have been so loud. West Virginia, Kansas State, Oklahoma. Yeah, it would have been nuts. Like the after the Sheem Young Oklahoma interception, it would have been nuts. Nuts. Yeah. My one thing is, I know we always like we got this hype, and we. If we need to against you and I, which I hope we don't have to, but it seems like every opening game, we are always in this situation. 
can we please open the playbook yeah. so we don't lose yeah. Yeah. that opening round game? But I don't it, care if we have to win. A, from what I, from what I've I seen, what but from what I've seen from you and I this spring, they're not very good. No, they're not good. So hopefully, but but, but we need to like give Brees the ball, have Brees have three hundred yards. This is the best offensive line we've had a long time, and this is the best running back we may have ever seen play at Iowa State. Which is nuts. That playbook's not that hard. You just hand him the ball, and he'll do the rest. Yeah. And then we have arguably one of the best quarterbacks of all time, play action. The best career. Dave best Richardson, quarterback, yeah. Charlie Kohler. Best tight end. Yeah, I wrote that down. Um, did you see that Charlie Kohler decided to come back and by a flip of a coin? Did you know that? Did you know that? I, I did know that. He flipped a coin. If it, it was, I don't know if it was heads or tails. Either way, he was going to go pro or stay, and it landed us him staying. That's nuts. That is nuts. But I think with him staying, I mean, I think he would have been a third, fourth round. Yeah. Fifth. I think he can get into that two, two, if two, we, three. If we make the playoff, it'll be maybe the one. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like, think I think it's a the correct decision. I can't believe he put it on a coin flip, but which is, which is sick. Yeah. It is. But that's but exactly like who Kyle he is. Pitts though. This year, like Kyle Pitts is like so far above the best tight end in this class. He's like one of the best tight end recruits. Or he's almost a wide right receiver. Now. Right. But he's six six two sixty. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's probably the best yeah. since Kittle and Hawk, uh, Hutchinson. Hutchinson. But yeah. even like out of but Kittle, like wasn't super highly yeah. touted. No. Yeah, I guess you're Are right. Are you talking uh, Fant and Hodgson? F- yeah, Fant. Fant, yeah. Fant was a freak. But, I mean, I think Kyle Pitts is probably more talented than those two. Yes, I, yes, for sure. It's just this draft class. Yeah. Draft class is just crazy. Yeah. But yeah. I think it was the correct decision for him to stay. I, I was so dumbfounded when he did I was like, I, I already expected in my heart he was gone. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I did too. Oh, I didn't. Because, like, we... That. We t- we have a friend who knows some people in the staff, and he, he, they said that he was gone. I mean, I talked to his brother. You talked to Charlie Kohler's brother? Yes, um, at the Oklahoma State game. Quit and, bragging. Uh, no, <laughs> I mean he he was pretty sure he was like sticking around. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's quite the source. Because it was God, I can't think of his name. He was. He was on the roster. John Kohler? Yes. Did yes. you know, fun fact about him, he was rated higher as a recruit in high school than Lamar Jackson. Crazy fact. <laughs> Not sure how you know that, but. I'm a dork. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was not shocked. And it's the the one that was questionable was Brock for me. Brock Purdy? Brock yes. Purdy? Leaving. He was like, he declared that he was coming back minutes after the festival. Yeah. Correct. I mean, it wasn't a long wait. But, quarterback but, class. Like, going into the game, you thought he was gone? Going into the, the season. I'm oh, talking okay. the start oh, of his yeah, well, senior I, I, season. I thought we all thought that. Thought that. Okay. We, we didn't see Brees doing that. No. No, I mean, but then he like looked back, like, look at the quarterbacks in his class. Oh, my gosh. Justin yeah. Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, yeah. Trey Lance. If yeah, he, it's crazy. Everything aligns. I think Brock Purdy could be a second round, first round. I'm saying. I think Brock Purdy could come back again. Uh, <laughs> might as well. Yeah, honestly. Just, I don't know. I don't just, know. I'm just a Hunter Deckers guy, too, so I'm excited once Hunter Deckers gets thrown around. No, keep giving me Brock. Yeah. Keep giving me Brock. No, no. I, I would not be mad if Brock stayed. 
But it's just, it's hard for me to move on. I think I have a moving on issue. So I will keep wanting Brock back until. Especially like Brock growing up, like we finally have that guy and like, I don't want him to go, you know? Yeah. We thought we would never have a guy. Like after Seneca, we're like, we just never going to have like a quarterback that just is the guy for three years. Come on. Let's we all, we all thought Jacob Park the was the guy. Season. Yeah. Like, but. We also didn't have a line to block the guy. Like Brett Meyer was really good, and yeah. Austin Nod was really good, but they got injured because Steel Jance was a stud too. No, like Steel Jance was a stud for like sixteen days. Yeah, <laughs> he should have just retired after that. <laughs> he should have. That would have been like yeah, <laughs> just dropped out of school. Yeah. yeah, just like press conference, like I'm going out on top. Yeah, sell the, the Steel Jance for Heisman. Retire my jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be funny. Anyways, what's the question you have for us, Michael? Hmm. Who will lead Iowa State in receiving touchdowns next year? Well, who do you want me? Who do you want to go first? Jacob, go first. Oh, sh- I, I mean, the easy answer. I don't want to be the easy, easy answer. answer. I think I think there's a very clear cut easy answer. Who? Kohler. That's that's tough. Who? I mean, that's I don't, know. I don't know. He's like the red zone guy. Yeah. And I feel like we're going to be in the red zone quite often because we're going to be running the ball quite a bit and then once we get in within 10 yards we're going to be throwing short little out routes to Charlie Kohler. Yeah, that's a good point. Cuz um, I mean he's he's huge. I can't I can't say Charlie Kohler. Because that'd be boring. So, um, Xavier Hutchinson. That that would have been my second. But also, like they'll also double team uh, Kohler, so they might chase Allen. Started getting a lot of red zone. No, I mean I'm just saying he gets. They might split, so like Kohler won't be the number one. So it'll probably be Hutchinson or Milton. Hopefully Milton. Not like I want. Milton was really good. And no, yeah, people have forgot about him. No, I know. I think, I think, which I think is awesome as far as like teams scheming against us, especially early. Like they're going to focus Xavier Charlie and then yeah. we'll just slip Tariq up the middle. Hey, maybe well, I think Chase. Shaw will have a big year too. So that Who? Sean Shaw is my answer. Sean Shaw. Sean Shaw. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think he'll Sean have a big Shaw's year too. Take a huge leap. I think, especially with Tariq back, Sean will be lowest on the defensive coordinators as far as paying attention to he's six, six, he's not going to get slower or less strong. Yeah. You get true. on the five yard line, just throw it up to Sean more like a kind of like Alan did his last year. Mm-hmm. You just throw it up to him. I think Sean's going to, yeah, he's really a huge good. target. So he, yeah. he's only a sophomore. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's huge. All right. What's he's, your... like, he's like a big six, six. Yeah. He, he's been playing for a while now. He's yeah. good. So, Jacob, what's the question you got? Kind of my question would be, who do you think is like the comeback player? Not necessarily they have to be injured or anything, but somebody that just didn't necessarily perform to maybe what you thought they were going to be or maybe even just somebody that just didn't get the playing time that they maybe will get this year. I got like three answers, but well, I Michael, want Michael want to go. You got one? So like you're asking who last year maybe 
underplayed, underappreciated that we're going to appreciate a lot this year? Yes, correct. Anthony Johnson. Obviously, he was a shutdown corner guy. With all the pieces we had last year, never got any love. No, none. Like Ashim Young, Mike Rose, obviously the really exciting players in defense. Did you go back and watch Anthony Johnson? He's a stud. Yeah, very good corner. He uh, the reason why he's unappreciated because no one ever throws it to him. No one ever throws that way. Well, usually when you're a corner and nobody's throwing in your area, that means you're pretty darn good. But, but or it just means the other side is a little yeah. significantly worse. That's which, fair. which, uh, yeah. Um, so my my answer, I got three answers, but the one guy would probably be Trevor Downing. Hurt on the second drive. Yeah. Was the highest rated like pro football focus as a freshman on the offensive line when he was playing as a freshman. Gets hurt in the second drive in the and he I think he comes back and has a big impact. And we like we realize, wow, he's really good. Yeah. I think I think that's a, a really big question that um like because our lines played really well last year with the pieces we had. Like who's the odd man out as far as who's not gonna start? Yeah, with Trevor coming back, that's a question. That's a big question. I think it's Colin Newell. That's so crazy having a first team Big Twelve player benched. I don't know that. That's a very tough decision, and not to be like kind of downplaying it, but I mean, there the bad thing about being offensive line is there's a lot of injuries. Yeah. So, but the positive with us, we've have we have options. Yeah. So Which we've never had. Arguably, ever as yeah. much as now. Basically, Most of our lines didn't have five guys. Yeah, we'd go pick people out of the stands. Like, hey, throw on a jersey, let's go. But like the Paul Rhodes, like there's usually a f- the first game always a player goes down right away. Yeah. And uh, so I mean that's yeah. one positive is that we have options. If yep. somebody does go down, it's not going to be that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. So I mean there are there are plus sides. I mean even if he. Even if you are right, he does get benched. I mean, he's going to get playing time, if I had to guess. Right. No, yeah, exactly. All right, I'll, I'll, do one, I'll do one more. Oh, I'm sorry. Joe Skates. This is the year. He finally breaks out. He has the talent. He has all. He has the biggest upside. He's like the most rated, other than Lazard, he's like the second most rated highly recruit receiver out of high school. And I finally think he gets it all together. And he was like a, he's like a hidden gem. Like holy crap! I yeah. hope that he's, our he's most the talented guy. receiver. Yeah, yes. I hope he's the guy. I hope he breaks through this year. And the first couple of games, I hope he comes out firing. That's that's a good answer. I like yeah. that one. Yeah. Joe Skates is my second Jacob? second guy. Who's your second? I mean, let's just go around again. We have so many good players. <laughs> I I don't I. That's don't why know. I asked you, you guys because I didn't you don't know? know the answer. Okay, Mike. I think you got one more, Michael. One more player that no one's talking about that'll be good. Oh, I got it. I got one. Okay. Connor Sally. Oh, shut up. It was his birthday a couple days ago. I'm not going there. Happy birthday, Connor. <laughs> Keep studying, buddy. Get the master's degree, baby. <laughs> I was that was one person I was hoping was leaving after last year. I'm like, I don't but care who from, kicks the ball from thirty five from thirty five and in. Think about this. If Connor doesn't play. Who the hell do we get? Staying on the sideline this year? Hell yeah. But like the place kicker, the 
93 guy got hurt last year in like the Oklahoma yeah. game. So like who the hell would have been the kicker? If I there? wish Braden Narvison would have stuck around. <laughs> nice playing at South top San Diego, whatever. Say that again, Michael. He was a top 15 kicker last year. Yeah. God. Semifinals for the Blue Grozo Award at Western Kentucky. Yeah, that's uh guess who be roommate. Who who is his roommate? Oh, uh Real Mitchell. Also I didn't know that. Also a bummer. Wish he was still here. Um my second guy Easton Dean. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He's I think Easton Dean's gonna be really good. He takes the spot of I think Chase Allen takes uh Saner's spot and then yeah. Easton Dean takes Chase Allen's spot. Yeah, I think Easton probably has better hands than Chase, and Chase has been a phenomenal blocker since he was a freshman. So he'll take that job. Yeah, that's what I see. But happen. Dylan Sainer, right? Yeah, Sainer. Yeah, he his he turned into catching. I think. Yeah. I think that Allen stays in his role, and Dean takes Sainer's spot. Dean that's, is huge. I think no, but I'm arguing is. Sainer was like the main block. Like he'd go, they'd motion him and he'd go around and then hit the block. Yeah, but I think that what Dean does too. I think, I think Chase Allen's more that than Dean. I think Dean's more the receiving guy, than right, blocking. Because okay. Easton Dean came here as a quarterback. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's, but he's huge. Yeah. He's big. He's just a huge human. They're probably that's like the first like the oh, first couple weeks. I'll figure, okay. So it's either so there's two guys that I I think that. We're just naming off the whole roster at this point. <laughs> everybody, oh, <yeah>. everybody. <laughs> just, I'm, I'm just thinking. I was going through my mind of watching the twos come in when, during some of our blowouts because we had blowouts last year. Either Aiden Bitter, white kid, is Aiden number eighty-five. Oh, a little fast guy. Yeah, yeah. The only reason I know him is he was on the punt punt yeah. team. He was the sprinter. Him, okay. Him or Daniel Jackson. Okay. I think they're very similar skill sets. They're both really quick, smaller guys. God forbid if Tariq gets hurt again. Hopefully Tariq stays healthy, but I think like those are guys that could fill in that role better this year, just having more experience. Last year they were all, both really young, and Daniel Jackson got hurt. And uh, they'll be in the strength program, yeah. not doing Z- Zumba things last year at home. You know? <laughs> who knows? Because like we, we have one of the best strength coach in the nation, the guy who developed Aaron, Aaron Donald. Donald. Yeah, Aaron Donald. <sighs> so who the hell knows? Uh, bring it not like. Bad. And we're talking about football. Iowa State was the fourth in the ESPN index Nuts. last week. Nuts. Four. Who would uh, ever ahead think? Of, ahead of Ohio State. Well, I mean, if you just look at the two rosters, Ohio State loses Yeah, everyone. If life is a simulation, whoever's playing has restarted their Xbox so many times during their <laughs> dynasty with Iowa State. Yeah. Like at this point, like when we're little, like playing NCAA football, like it's like twenty thirty-two. Like we're like, oh come on, this will never happen. But here we are. Grandson is a quarterback. We're here. Two out of the four predictions have us in it in the playoffs. It's crazy. Yeah, we have like an eight percent chance to win it all. (laughs) Yeah, that's nuts. Uh, We've never won ten games. The hype (laughs) is real. Yeah, and I we would have last year, but yeah, we would have. Um, yeah, and then just transition that had a couple football recruits commit Rocco Becht, 
quarterback out of Florida, I believe. Rocco yeah. is a sick name for quarterback. Yes, yeah. it is. Um, just was the MVP of the Rivals camp in Miami this weekend. And if you saw the highlights, the kid has a cannon. Yeah, going from Brock to Rocco. <laughs> or Hunter Deckers. Hunter Deckers uh, no, I'm sa- I know Hunter Deckers is probably a guy, but it would be kind of funny. Brock to Rocco? Yeah. Who else? We got two linebackers from Iowa and then a yeah, then um, guy. Will McLaughlin, kid out of Harlan. So the top two players, the top two linebackers in Iowa are both coming to Iowa State. He's 6'3", six, six, 220 going yeah. into senior year. Yeah, in high school. In high school. That's yeah, insane. He's 17 or 18. He's a big kid. Yeah. Like if you Which, do that. And... You know who else is like 6'3", 220? Mike Rose. Mike Rose. <laughs> Turned out pretty know. well. Turned pretty well. Pretty good. Average. Yeah. He's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. Football recruiting is so weird. These kids are just committed. They're not signed, so. But still, the momentum has never been higher, and we're getting players that usually go to Iowa. Yeah, which is that's like I feel like as far as like Campbell's step stepping stones of building Iowa State, that's like the next step is starting to get the the kids that Iowa usually get in state, and then the final huge step is beating Iowa. Speed. Oh, speed! Speed at corner and receiver. Like that, I feel like those players that are really like the fastest recruits in the country. They go to Bama, they go to Georgia, they go to Clemson. If we can someday, they go to Oklahoma, like steal a, a high four-star or even a five-star. I like uh, sticking with the story that we don't have five stars, though. I really like that storyline. Yeah, but but know, it would be cool. It would be very cool. You had the guy who had offers from everyone, Joe Skates. True. Wow, your answer is just falling. Right it's falling right in place, baby. Yeah, and I hope I hope he does, too. I'm cheer- I cheer. I don't cheer harder for any player than Joe Skates because I feel like yeah. he just needs to remember the fight against TCU. Yeah, and I just feel like he. I think he'll come together and be a huge player at Iowa State, and I hope. Yeah, it ha- I think I, he's stuck through this. And yeah, I feel like, like he could have transferred. He could took the easy way out. I think he loves Matt, and I think Matt loves him. So I think just like being in this culture now for his third year. I think he's just going to be ready and he's going to be able to like show that he is extremely athletic and has a very, very high upside. So I think it, the thing is like, if he, if he beats out someone to start. Yeah, that's cr- Yeah. That would, who that does would, he beat out? I think you only had like six catches last year and like three of them were touchdowns. Yeah. And I think him and Deckers have a good connection. So that'd be exciting down the road. Yeah. All right. Well, We'll wrap this up, and it's been a really exciting last couple weeks for basketball. Obviously, football couldn't be more exciting, and we'll have way more coverage of it, and we're just getting started. It's yeah, still it's spring. Just getting started. We could talk about, like, the one guy we think is going to be underappreciated to, like, the 65th guy that's underappreciated. Like, and that's the, we yeah. can break down every per- person on this roster, and we might because it's just going to be so exciting. And that first game back in Jack Trice is going to be yeah. nuts. It's going to be wait. awesome. And uh, me and Michael are doing a heartbreak series of the Aaron Craft game this weekend, so they can look forward to that one. You can check out the Seneca Wallace one. It's on YouTube and it's Apple Podcasts. Me and my really, dad, really good. Me and my really dad, good. me and my mom, dad did that one. That was uh, my dad going to all these heartbreaking games. It's a lot of content for me. Yeah, they died. But the thing is, like that that game, like is heartbreaking, especially like that one view of Seneca being in. 
but like it was such like the, the clips from it. It was such a fun game. And like, yeah, there's some names that like you haven't thought about in a long time. And I said, yeah. I said it then. I'll say it now. Like it's, they robbed us of one of the most rewatchable games ever. And yeah. we hadn't beat. We went to that point from since 1993. We're 0 and 29 against ranked teams. Oh my. Yeah. So that's tough luck. Anyways, well, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon.